This is Mental Health Awareness Week, and certainly there's been a lot more discussion when it comes to uh, mental health, which is a good thing. And mental health is something that more and more employers are now becoming aware of. Jordan Friesen is with the Canadian Mental Health Association. He is their national director of workplace mental health, and he joins us now to discuss further on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Jordan, good afternoon, and uh, thanks for joining us. Appreciate the time. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, first off, can we just talk about the mental illness and mental illness rates uh, here in Canada? Uh, has it been on the rise? Well, what we know is that in any given year, about one in five Canadians are going to experience uh, a mental health problem or illness. And it's about one in two by the time you reach age 40. Uh, so to say it's on the rise uh, over time is difficult to tell, largely because uh, more people are talking about it now. But what we know is that that one in five uh, is is pretty consistent year over year. And uh, it's also consistent across most developed countries as well. Yeah, I mentioned that obviously just a second ago that uh, we seem to be talking more and more about mental health, which is a, a good thing. And you think bringing that into the open that has uh, emboldened or empowered some, some people to come forward that otherwise might not have? Uh, that's certainly what we're seeing is that the, the public dialogue has expanded, the public discourse has expanded. And in particular, what CMHA is is trying to advocate for is a discussion about mental health and what mental health really is. And it's the theme of this year's Mental Health Week, which is actually the 68th Mental Health Week that the Canadian Mental Health Association has led. And what we want to do is help people differentiate between mental illness and mental health. So mental health is actually something that we all have and we, we can all uh, take care of. It's about uh, finding connection and purpose, meaning, enjoyment and resilience in life. Uh, and whether or not you have an illness, those are all things that you can experience. So that's the discussion we want Canadians to be having this week. Okay, well, let's delve into that a little further, if we could. What exactly uh, is mental health, then, as far as your discussions uh, have been, uh, both with uh, you know employers and employees? What are some of the things that uh, maybe employees have been experiencing uh, in the workplace? Well, in the workplace, uh, what, what we see, and certainly our number of challenges to mental health, um, about half of Canadians actually say that work is the most stressful part of their day every day. And so that's significant. We know that stress ultimately can lead to uh, a higher incidence of, of mental illness. Um, but ultimately, if we think about mental health as finding purpose and meaning in your life, uh, having important relationships and connections, being uh, confident in your own abilities, uh, having some enjoyment in the things that you do day to day, those are all things that... Ultimately, we hope uh, every Canadian worker can actually experience not just in their life outside of work, but actually within the workplace themselves. And so CMHA takes a strong focus on uh, providing guidance to employers around how they can create an environment that supports psychological health and well-being. Wondering if you're hearing from a lot of uh, employees, a, lo- a lot of workers, when it comes to a uh, mental health, uh, the, the work-life uh, balance, and when the, that gets out of whack, and it has f- for so many people that it feels as if a work is taking over their uh, lives, being wired to a smartphone, and being accessible all the time, of course, and having to answer emails and such, and calendar appointments at uh, all different hours and times of the day. Is that a big contributor when it comes to mental health in the workplace? Yep, absolutely. Uh, you know, in fact, there's actually 13 specific risk factors that we look for outlined in the National Standard of Canada for Psychological Health and Safety, and, and that work-life balance is absolutely one of them, as is uh, workload, uh, in leadership and expectations, respect in the workplace. And from a, from a balanced perspective, obviously we see work creeping into other aspects of our lives, but then I think the opposite is also true in that 
uh, life uh, actually bleeds into work as well in a way that maybe 30 years ago uh, Canadian employers weren't necessarily aware of or even comfortable with. Um, and it's this idea that we bring our whole selves to work and the things that impact us both uh, inside of work and outside of work, you know, impact us regardless of, of where we are. And so I'm seeing employers uh, grappling with this this challenge of you know how do we support employees when they come to work and and there's these sort of messy situations uh, because we're all messy human beings that that ultimately we need to figure out how to support our, our employees through whether it relates to work or not. Okay, so while there's a greater maybe understanding and dialogue and discussion amongst us all when it comes to mental health, that's also happening not only with employees but with employers, and they're seeing a, a real value into uh, investing in their employees' uh, mental health and well-being? Absolutely, yes. Uh, we're seeing investments in, in mental health from the employer side uh, increasing uh, at, a, at a fairly rapid rate as awareness of this issue grows because there are tangible business costs to having a workforce that is uh, mentally unhealthy. You know, it costs the Canadian economy around $50 billion a year. On average, it costs the Canadian employer about $1,494 per employee. Um, and that's everything from absenteeism to disability claims, as well as, uh, as generally speaking, lost productivity. So there's hard costs, and we're seeing employers step up. A great example, uh, one that was actually just acknowledged this week, at, uh, the, at a gala in Ottawa put on by the Canadian Alliance for Mental Illness and Mental Health with Cisco Canada. And uh, they've actually stepped up in a big way, and they actually offer each of their employees up to $25,000 in, in psychological benefits per year, which is, uh, which is certainly the highest I've heard in Canada at this point. Yeah, is that a way to quantify it for employers and those that are maybe hesitant to uh, to invest? Is uh, to say for every I, I don't know four or five dollars per employee that you you invest in uh, mental health, uh, you get that back I don't know twofold or something in productivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, the the return on investment has been quantified in a few research studies, and one I think particular out of the UK, and they and they looked at it on average uh, for every pound invested in mental health initiatives in the workplace, employers generally got back between two to four pounds uh, in either reduced costs or increase in, in productivity. Okay. So, so the return on investment is significant, it's real, and, and there is a cost uh, to doing nothing because employers are experiencing that cost right now. All right, for those that are uh, listening and are maybe concerned that uh, maybe their mental health is uh, suffering, uh, how can they find out more, Jordan? Well, you know, if they're looking for support, we always advocate that the best place to go, if you're not sure where else, uh, is to your family doctor. And in Canada, they're often the, uh, the access point for, for mental health services. But uh, if, uh, if that isn't an option for you, uh, if you want to find your local Canadian Mental Health Association, we have 330 of them across the country. Um, they often provide uh, local community-based supports and also serve as, in a lot of cases, navigators through the system of mental health supports that might be available to you locally. So you can actually find your closest CMHA if you go to cmha.ca. All right, just uh, finally, I wanted to underscore the uh, point, if I could, with you, that uh, those that uh, maybe are a little hesitant to come forward even uh, to, to this day, that it's uh, they're afraid it's going to be seen as a, a sign of weakness. It really is a, a sign of strength to be able to say, uh, listen, something's not right and I need help to reach out for help. I couldn't agree more. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a common experience, uh, and it's one that uh, that is is treatable most people with mental health conditions mental illnesses uh, do recover 
and uh, we absolutely want Canadians to be able to reach out and find the support they need and it is it is without a doubt uh, one of the hardest uh, things for a lot of people to do but uh, one of one of the things that can start the journey towards health and well-being. Jordan Friesen with the Canadian Mental Health Association. Jordan thanks so much for the time this afternoon appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much.